0: Welcome to the Modern Day Med Spa, a short-form podcast by Audacity Consulting, so you can listen and learn on your way to the office. Learn to build a million-dollar business and gain back your time with easy frameworks, strategies, and tactics. If this is helpful, leave us a five-star review and subscribe.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Modern Day Med Spa here with Dean Trickline and Charmaine Trujillo. Today, we are talking about some frequently asked questions that we get from both of our clients, some prospects, and just people that we talk to in the industry. we got five big questions that uh, are some of the most uh, asked questions, and today we're going to keep breaking those down. Um, So without further ado, let's kind of get started, Uh, and I'll start with Dean here. Dean. First question that we got. This one's all about uh, the team. A lot of the questions yeah. that we get are either, they're, they're, they're really about like three three main buckets. It's really about like, how do I get more people in? How do I get my team on board? And how do I manage like everything inside of it? So the first question, Dean, is, hey, Dean, how do I get my team on board with the vision that I have for my med spa? Yeah,
0: yeah, I get this a lot. Um, and, and, and the interesting thing about it is, is, is kind of like we were discussing before we started this show, you know, uh, a lot of times we don't know what we don't know. So we, we know there's a problem, we just don't know where it is. So for us, when we go into problem solving mode, we know it's usually filed under one of three components. It's either people process or product in med spa, uh, uh, instances, the product is really the service, right? Is, is, is the service good. Now I have yet to really run into a client that provides shit service so we can file it under, it's either a people problem or a process problem. Now with in regards to this question, how do I get my team on board, you know, with my vision and our goals and our targets, it's both. Right. Uh, the people don't understand, but they don't understand and they're not on board, probably because you don't have a process that has communicated it to them uh, um, in the best way, simple, efficient or consistent way possible. So if you are an owner of a company and you have a goal of doing 2.3, 2.4 million dollars a year and you know what it takes to get there. Uh, In regards to number of service, uh, capacity hours, procedural hours, um, in in regards to uh, your marketing, uh, how many ads you're putting out, how many pieces of content for organic you're putting out, what your average ticket price needs to be. Um, But your team doesn't have any fucking clue. You're you're not you're not doing any good. You're the only one rowing that way, and your whole team's rowing the other way. You're not going to get anywhere. In fact, you're going to go backwards because there's more people rowing against you than with you. So, what you have to do to get your team uh, on the same page is this needs to be uh repeated daily you know i mean it needs to become basically your company bible uh your your theme your um opening intro music you know the the thing that we can recite friends opening intro uh song uh but your team doesn't know what your vision is like what the fuck that's wrong you know uh, so, what you need to do is you need to get that in their head. And you do this via daily huddles. You do this via uh, level ten meetings weekly, um, and and it has to be something that is constantly stated, and and I mean, written on the wall, damn near. You know, you print it out and put it on the wall. Like this is our goal. Like uh, I'm going to break it down in a, a football anecdote, if that's okay. Right, anytime a head coach gets hired, the Goal is to go to the Super Bowl and win. Now, you would think, you would think that that would be easily translated down throughout to each player, all the way down to the bench guys and even like the medical staff and, you know, all the assistants. But it still has to be communicated daily. We're here to win a Super Bowl. So if your revenue is, if your targets are like 2.3 to 2.4 million a year, that has to be constantly brought up, you know, hey, here, boom. And then, uh, at some point that just becomes intrinsically ingrained uh, basically on their frontal lobe. So every time they walk through the doors of your business, they know I got to get on board because we have this goal. They feel inspired, motivated. And on top of that, you've laid out a simple, consistent and efficient, uh, efficient plan. You're going to hit your target, but you have to get them on board first. And that has to do with tons and tons and tons of repetition and communication. Love that. I love that.
2: Yeah, and- I'm gonna go short and sweet on that it's all about leadership. if you're if you believe in your mission statement, your uh, what you do, that's all it is is that's how you get your staff on in with your vision is by leadership and that goes behind everything that Dean said you have to as an owner, business owner mits whatever uh, provider, you have to believe in it yourself for them to even um, to even convey.
1: 100%. And it's not just like you can build it and people will come or you just like have a service and your people will do it. They have, this is a, there's a human element to this. They have to be on board. And question, and number two. question number two, let's go on to the next one. How do I stand out in a crowded market? Let's say that there are, um, you live in a pretty urban metro and there are 25 to 40 med spas just kind of in your area. What's the best way for you to stand out? Charmaine, I'll go with you.
2: Yeah, I'm like, I was button chomping at the bit on this one. Um, yeah, it's just be authentic. Um, be you, you know, be your authentic self. And, um, you know, for me, I'm very empathic. So for me, it's all about the feel, feeling that I see when after and the confidence that I'm able to provide for the client. For me, that's, that's it. Um, and honesty. Um, that's my branding, but be authentically you because you can't brand yourself. You can't stand out in a market that you're trying to compete when and, and look at other people and try and do what they're doing because if you're doing that, you're watering shit down. You're just blinders on. Just be authentically you, and if you're that, then I think, you know, the uh, alignment in the universe will bring the people to you tenfold, and that's Absolutely. it. It's just you.
0: What's cool about that is one, like, you know, for those of you that don't know, Charmaine was also a client uh, before she was yeah. on, on on the team here. And she's, she's spot on with the authenticity. Something strategically you can do, though. Um, as, I mean, aside from being authentic is, is, is it goes back to this, uh, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Right, so if you're out there and you're putting yourself out there more and more than than the person down the street from you, you're going to be more recognized as the expert or the pro in that in, in your market. And and what you do, like that, sounds like a marketing thing, and it very much is. It very much is. But even in that, you have to find your voice, your authentic voice, to do that. Because now, if you're going up against people, say you open up a business in in an already crowded industry, right, and you're going up against. The king and queen of med spas, and they already have advertisements out. They're they're solid with their marketing and everything like that. You you can't back down from it. In fact, you have to take it as a challenge and get out there and get get louder, get get heard, be heard, do things.
1: In the year in in this decade, the 2020s, the biggest thing that people have to do is create. Um, like people have to know, like, and trust you. It's you can't just yes. open up a business and have Google and just have all that. You can't be a faceless business these days. You have to be able to be recognizable and that's how you're going to stand out in this market. And you have to be able to put yourself out there and have a voice behind that. And that's, what's going to be able to stand out. If you're afraid authentic to do so authentically, it has to be authentic, has to be you. Absolutely. Authentic. And uh, if you haven't started, the best uh, time to start is 10 years ago. And the next best time is today. So you better get started as soon as possible. Question number three that we get uh, quite a bit here is, I'm feeling like a chicken running around with its head cut off, Uh, super scattered all over the place. I'm not sure what to do next. Dean, what can I do to get organized in my business today?
0: Uh, I'm going to use a term that isn't sexy. And it's operation system and that can take on plenty of different meanings in and of itself. But the answer with this is what can you do? The answer is one thing at a time. So we have to really identify, you know, where, where the main issue is, right? Uh, is the issue with your marketing bringing people in new people in is the issue with, um, You know your branding is the issue with your organizational systems. Is the issue with your tech, right? And and the problem is, is we get deer in headlight syndrome, right? When we have this, well, I mean, fuck, chicken running out around with its head cut off. I mean, it doesn't get much worse than that. So what happens is, is when 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 we're doing that, well, we don't have a fucking head, so we can't see clearly, right? So first thing we got to do is we got to get our head back so we can start seeing things a little more clearly and then identify one thing at a time because, as the old saying goes, how do you eat an elephant? Anyone? One bite at a time. One bite. Right? So instead of saying <laughs> I need to get my sales and marketing on tap, I need to get my operations on tap and go, and I need to get my uh, finance and admin shit all ready to go. We need to pick one thing and we need to systematize it. Right. And then we need to get that going a little more automatically so we can now put our focus on something else. And bite by bite, we will have eaten the whole elephant, uh, in, 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 and we can make pretty short work of that. It's amazing what you can do, you know, in, in three to six months, um, even sometimes, depending on where we start, you can see a noticeable difference in that first 30 days. And what's nice is it's a calming effect, right? Charmaine and I, you, uh, you, and, you and I were talking uh, the other day about how it just feels good to have that support and that guiding light and kind of a plan yeah. and, and breaking things down from going all over the place yeah. to now we have a singular focus. We attack that relentlessly. Yeah. So we've beaten that into a pulp and then we move on to the next thing.
2: Yeah. And uh, that's really, honestly, on that, what I was just going to say, just to summarize, um, because you see how Dean has a dynamic mind of going every Mm -hmm. which way on that. And he knows that part. And I get excited about, you know, the actual work. Basic number three is hire (laughs) Dean, because he can do that for you. Because that's the thing that makes me like, my eyes glaze over. And we joke about this all the time. um, (laughs) Because It just is just hire, just hire him. He already has the system in place without throwing like a shameless plug on that. Mm -hmm. Truly. It's like, if you're, when we're the owner and we're in this industry, we're supposed to be artistic and, and, and well, you don't have to be, but I'm empathic. Um, and that's how you become authentic is, um, because you're not having to worry about all the other shit in the background, excuse my language, but you know, you're not having to worry about all that because you know, you convey that to your client Exactly. So you they pick up on your energy. Um, so again, um, just get out of a survival mode yeah. that you just have to have a delegate and have someone like Dean um, take care of all that stuff for you. And he's, Absolutely. you know, yeah. and
1: that's the, that's, that's the organization we're talking about is like, you yeah. feel like you're in survival mode now, but when mm-hmm. we are organized, when we do have, um, I don't want to say legit business, but when you, when, when, when you start to have these systems and processes, And you can now take a vacation without stressing. You can feel like you can show up and your employees know exactly what to do. You start to see all the data coming in so you can make really smart decisions. That's where a business really, really starts to turn the corner. And that's those intangibles that allow the profits to rise from that. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think um, that uh, in this industry, I mean, the owners... Um, not all the time or hundred percent also the uh, providers, but for the owners and the providers, you do truly feel like you are running with your chicken with your yeah. head cut off. And I can't even say it because I'm already thinking about 10 other things right now in this podcast, but really, um, when you're the provider and the owner, I mean, it, it is a lot. So I think delegation and, you know, having someone and have your back on the back, literal back end of things, yeah. Um, is just so much more clarity and you're going to provide a better service to your client. So that way, then, you know, you, when it does come to the dollar amount, you can strategically and not even strategically, but authentically tell them like, this is what it costs because you're mm-hmm. not worried about all the other shit in your mind just to pay the bills, pay this, this, and that. You're focused on the service itself. Absolutely. All right, guys,
1: let's move on to question number four. Uh, Question number four was, um, this comes in a lot as well, is last month was really, really strong. We had a good revenue month, Um, but this month in the first couple weeks, I am not on pace to hit my revenue target. Dean, what can I do in the last few weeks of this month to kind of get back to where I was and to possibly surpass my goal from last month?
0: Absolutely. And I'm going to break this down in two ways, an overarching theme and then something kind of on what we just talked about having a system in place, like with what we do with folks, we have a scorecard system. So you're able to identify where you are real time instead of waiting for the end of the month to say, oh, fuck, I didn't hit my goal like you would with P&L. We have a scorecard, we're able to look at this stuff. And, you know, hopefully you're going over this in your weekly meetings and your daily huddles. So I will start by saying that now, strategically speaking, what you can do is you can go back to the well, so to speak, right? You have clientele that you have served that are already in your database. You can go back there. You probably have a ton of people that you haven't seen in a while. You can pull reports for this. If you're doing it analog in the old fashioned way, whip open the fucking notebook and look for those names that you haven't written down in a few months, right? You go back, you create an offer or you just invite them back. You know, maybe you host an event. Charmaine is great with events. We, you know, Charmaine averages like $20,000 per event. That'll get you up to speed real quick, right? But basically what, even with an event is you're just inviting past clientele to a thing that you're going to sell another thing at. Uh, even if you don't want to have the event, you go back, you, you pull up your clientele, you reach out to them, you send emails, you send text blasts, you get, pick up the daggum phone. People love, well, People haven't heard voices in a while. We're, we're texters and we're emailers now. Sometimes it's nice to, to hear a voice, a calming, reassuring voice. And, you know, just, hey, how you been? Blah, blah, blah. By the way, we're running the special mm-hmm. this month. I think you might be interested in. Looks like you haven't been in it in a while. And in the course right. of, you know, maybe a day or two, you can boost your revenue by probably anywhere between $10,000, $20,000, depending on the size of your database. But just for an exact example, we are working with a client uh, not long ago who only had a database of about 300 people. And of that 300, we only had access to about 134 of those. We were able to help her uh, in, in about two days bring on, I think it was, it was close to 15,000, wasn't it? Somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it, was, it was right around $15,000. And that was yep. in two days. She set a new oh, for monthly revenue. Yeah, yeah she ended sure. up setting a, a new monthly record. Um, so, so short and sweet. Um one, being able to identify it before the end of the month is massive. And then two, strategically speaking, uh, you know, if you don't wanna pay to run Facebook ads and get an offer out there, go back to the well, go to the client database that already knows you, already likes you, and already trusts you.
1: Exactly.
2: Um, mine is gonna be pretty short and sweet on that, um, because he's covered pretty much everything um that I was gonna say. But uh people that are in a fucking chair. That's how. People that are in a chair. I don't give a shit if like add on like five more minutes. No, right. yep. Did you, want, did you yeah. want an IPL that takes five minutes, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. things that have a low overhead um, and a high ROI. That's it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. For those, of yeah.
2: People,
1: yeah. For, for those of you who are expecting, Hey, run some ads or come up with a new uh, special or, and this and that, like, look, you already have a database. You have the people who you have and you have people coming in already. All you need to do is do that better, right? You don't need all this new fancy stuff. So that is like what you should be doing in order to upsell. And if you're doing that, that's when you can kind of go to the next level and do other strategies. In the next. But I would say 95% of people are not doing that right now. Uh, right. Last question for this episode. Again, the five FAQs that we get the most. Number five is, hey, Dean, I'm only booking a few consultations a week but I know that my phone is ringing a lot more than a few times a week. How can I book more consultations? And this kind of gets into like, hey, how do you manage your front desk person? Uh, if you're a solo, this may not apply to you. But like this gets into like, hey, what are you doing at the front desk that is bringing in the people to get their butts in the chair? Remember that the front desk person, their sole focus should be obviously taking the payments and all that stuff, but also just to get butts in the chair. And that that is one of the primary focuses when they pick up the phone. A lot of front desk people will start to like sell on the phone. They're like, dude, no, you just need to get in here so we can explain everything to you and show you all that stuff. And these are the three things that you really need to focus on when managing this front desk person is number one, are you tracking the right data? Like make sure that you are keep track. How many times does the phone ring? Count that. How many consultations are you booking? If you're less than like, 50%, something's really, really wrong there. This needs to be somewhere around 80 to 90%. If you, if the phone rings, that should be a butt in the chair, right? Number two is how do you audit, right? Are you actually recording these phone calls? Are you, Is there a way to actually listen in? Or it, maybe you get somebody like a friend to call in and then you listen in on that conversation and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I hadn't been aware of this the whole time where holy crap. So you need to audit those conversations that they're having. And then number three is how do you actually meet with them? How do you get in front of them and say, hey, here's what you need to do better. And here's how you coach them. What other stuff can they do? How can you book more consultations, Dean, um, if, if they're kind of lacking?
0: Yeah. So a lot of it is, is like, I like that you said on, on one of your points, you know, call in, you know, we do a lot of secret shopper stuff. So we, we run into a mm-hmm. lot of issues with front desk. So I'll call in and I'll see what's going on. And again, with the audit, uh, you know, what's funny is sometimes it's something as simple as tonality and attitude. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's fucking surprising as Charmaine can, can attribute to this. Uh, um, it, it, it's, it's really yeah. surprising how, how many people are tone deaf to their own voice and they end up sounding, they don't right. think so. They think they sound like unicorns and cupcakes, but they sound like gremlins and trolls. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it, it's really off putting right on the fucking phone to begin with. Um, so, exactly. so sometimes it's as simple yeah. as that. Sometimes you can um, incentivize. Uh, you know, showing up like, Hey, you know, it just so happens we're running this special. I can knock, you know, another, if you guys decide to, to, to do something, we can knock it down, whatever. If you're having piss poor show rates, you, you should probably incentivize because something is, is drastically flawed. Um, exactly. The two ring thing like that's, that's, you attach a number, you know, to your, to your front desk person and say, your magic number is two. That means three is too many and two is perfect. That means if that phone rings three times, you're not doing your job. Um, and it should be a consistent answer all the time. So if you pick up the phone one way the, to begin the day, that's how you end the day as well. Um, exactly. But, but ultimately a lot of it, I mean, really can be fixed with having the right ass in the right seat. And some people aren't, aren't cut out for that. Charmaine, I'm going to kind of leave it to you, uh, you know, kind of making, um, a higher based on kind of need and, um, uh, but she 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 didn't have the right tone, so we ended up losing yeah. business there, didn't we?
2: Yeah, we did, we did uh, quite a bit. But you know, um, just like in this industry, everything is a you know learning situation. So now moving mm-hmm. forward, no, and now my uh, my loss is your gain because now we. Just, just reiterate uh reiterate that uh you need to get the right ass in the right seat um yeah definitely um and you know sometimes you know when you're so busy in the back um you don't get when you're walking up front yeah they're going to treat your clients great but you don't hear them necessarily on the phone so that's a but b um the thing is i think it boils back down to leadership and conveying the mission and the uh the mission of the office. So if you're not doing your job, this, you can't truly, that was my fault. Uh, and I take responsibility for that. That was my fault because I did not, I wasn't there I was doing training and I was doing all a bunch of other things. So I kind of left her up front and I didn't give her that safety net and that thorough training that I should have. Um, so yeah, you know, it wasn't right, but that was on me because I didn't show the leadership I should have because I needed, I needed her so I could go do other things. But I also didn't take the time with her to convey this. Like I want my mission statement or my like in my branding is like you're here, your family. And I didn't even treat her like family. So how can I expect her to treat my clients like family? So that was on me. So, I mean, again, that's a a good look inward for whoever's listening that like if you're not – you can blame it on someone else, but really, in all aspects of everything, it's on you. So, if you're not delegating who needs to do what and how they need to do it, or you're not taking care of yourself on the back end, that's on you, not them. So, if you're exactly right. And it,
1: and that, and that, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here yeah, for exactly. to, to, to share our um, our shortcomings so that you guys don't have to. And and that's what we're trying to do is to help you guys grow faster and faster so that you guys can uh, access the freedom. If you guys need help with installing operations, systems, um, management processes, and how to make sure that your team is helping you out in the best, most efficient pattern, go to audacityconsulting.group and book a call with us. And we'll show you exactly for free how we can uh, install this system. And if it makes sense and we can work together, we'll show you what that looks like as well. For Dean, for Charmaine, my name is Mark. We will see you guys in the next episode. See so-